Let me ask you a question. What makes a good podcast? Is it the audio quality? The stories? Is it the host's personality? There's a lot that goes into making a great show. And if you're a Feed the Cue listener, we know you enjoy podcasts. But have you thought about making your own? So Feed the Cue is a show that we make with Ventures FM. They're a podcast production company for independent and branded podcasts. And we've had such an amazing experience with them. Adela and I have absolutely loved working with Ventures FM. They make the process so seamless for us. And all we have to do is record. And like magic, they turn it into this amazing show that you're listening to right now. They turned our tiny little dream of this show into a beautiful reality. So check them out on their website at ventures.fm. And now let's get into today's episode. Hi, I'm Adela Mizrachi, founder of Podcast Brunch Club, which is like book club, but for podcasts. And I'm Lauren Vassell, founder of Tink Media, a podcast marketing company, and I'm the editor of Podcast the Newsletter and Podcast Marketing Magic. And you're listening to Feed the Cue, where at random times, we will feed your cue with an episode of a dazzling show that we love, but don't think enough people are listening to. Okay, Adela, you ready? Let's get into it. Hi, it's Lauren. I have a very funny, smart podcast recommendation for you today. It's called Feminism, and it's these fictional men named Sam and Jamie, and they are trying to usher in a new era of feminism led by men. It's The show is for men, by men, for women, they say. And they kind of get into feminism, but they're completely wrong, have everything horribly backwards, but they're really trying. And it's very funny. And when I first heard it, I thought that it was two funny male comedians making fun of toxic masculinity and the patriarchy by leaning super hard into it. But actually, it's voiced by comedians Sam Martin and Amy Hogart. They are slowing down their voices. So it sounds like two dumbasses talking about feminism, but it's actually two very smart, funny women making really interesting points about what it's like to be a woman in the world. And now they introduce every episode kind of explaining that they are women writers and comedians trying to make a point and that it's not actually men, but they had me fooled. Enjoy feminism. I know you're going to love it. Hello and welcome to Feminism, the show for men, by men, for women. I'm Jamie Hoggart. And I'm Sam Martin. And we, your hosts, have been swimming in the feminist sea for a while now. And all we can say is, come in, brothers. The water's lovely. So let's crack on and sort this feminism problem out once and for all. All right, hi guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Hello. Okay, yeah, so let's get going feminism. So for the uninitiated, Feminism is a podcast about feminism by men. Hmm, why you ask? Well, while the lasses have moved things along, Historically, there's always some kind of impasse that gets reached or everyone falls out or whatever and things yeah, sort of bitchiness. So while they regroup, I had this idea, Femanism. Can you hear the difference? It's a podcast for men, you, by men, which is us, for women. So the benefit trickles down to the women themselves. 
This is our way of showing up for women because, although we're deeply committed to the cause, we're far enough removed from it to discuss the issues calmly and rationally and without anyone getting too upset about it. That's about right, isn't it, Jamie? Yeah. We just want women to know that we're on your side and we're changing the world to be a better place for you. Yeah. Women come in all shapes and sizes, ages, you know, I think we're all widening the understanding of what we call, you know, women now. And that's great. We love you all. What I'm saying tonight is I'm probably only going to sleep with you if you are hot. But I still admire you as a woman. I appreciate that you also exist. That's great. Thank you for that. Yeah, and just to add on to that, it's like um, what I would say is I don't mind. You know, like whatever it is that's, that's going on with a woman's body, like we all just have bodies at the end of the day. And what I'd like to say to the women out there is that I don't mind your body. Like I, I don't mind what it's like. So I just want to give that as a like message of support. The other thing, obviously, is that if you're not hot and you know you're not hot, don't panic, okay? Because these days... There are surgical solutions, always. There are people, usually men, very trained, very professional, who can help you with that. And we might put some information about good surgeries and practices in the notes below, so check it out. Well, exactly, because there's no judgment from us, and whatever way you choose to express your feminism is your business. Yep. All right, feminism. So Sam and I are brothers-in-laws, and we're both nice blokes, but different. Yeah. I'm the ambitious one. Uh, I'm the athlete. Pretty good at trivia night. You are very, very good at kind of general knowledge trivia stuff. Hmm, me, not so much. I'm more of a hobby kind of guy. Uh, what am I into? I guess my main jam is uh, Warhammer 40k. I'm not ashamed of that. Uh, it's a great game. Massive resurgence recently. Superman does it, Henry Cavill. We're both big, big on the sort of painting. So I've got a, a new army. Uh, and actually this week I've been priming my death guard, getting ready to do some proper painting next week. So for those of you who don't know who the death guard are, they are a company of once loyal space marines corrupted by Nurgle, the chaos god of disease to carry despair, death and destruction, and turn traitor on their brother legions during the Horus heresy. Does that make sense? No, but it honestly doesn't matter. Um, the brother-in-law comes from the fact that I'm the married one. I'm married to Jamie's sister, Kat. I'm also a father. I've got four children. They're all girls. And um, we live a lovely life of feminism just outside of Central Chippenham. And we're all really, really happy to be part of this whole feminist uh, thing. Right, yeah, uh, yeah. That's one way to put it. So, as we know, Jamie, um, well, actually, none of you will know this because it's our first episode. I know this very well. Jamie, TV producer extraordinaire. Yeah. Currently, I'm benefiting from him having some free time. Yeah. I think we can say, you know, that, Jamie, you're on a hiatus, aren't you? But usually, yep. you are quite a hotshot big deal producer at ITV. I am, yeah. We don't need to get into hiatuses or whatever, but I am a TV producer and still at ITV. Very much in demand, I might say. Yeah. So, you know, like, whatever you might have heard to the contrary, Jamie is very much in demand as a TV producer. He's doing me a massive favour here, lending me his support for, for my podcast. Nothing odd about that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we need to get into this so much, but I'm, yeah, I am a TV producer. And, you know, even TV producers have a break. I um, Sometimes you need a break, so... No, 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 I wasn't saying... Yeah, of course, like, I wasn't saying... I mean, obviously... 
I mean, you have been working very hard over the last four years. Maybe it was time to take a break. Yeah. Maybe that's just, it's just the way the cookie crumbles, you know, like, I don't worry about it, mate. It's no, like, no, I'm not worried about it, so. It, no, it wasn't worth saying, but I'd be worried about it. All I was saying was like, uh, well, welcome, welcome to the team. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And yep, I am just taking a break. And it was my choice. Or even if it wasn't my choice, I chose to agree with the choice that was made for me to take a break. So let's stop talking about it. Absolutely. Let's draw a line under this. I mean, like, we'll just utilise your skills while we have you and, you know, charges pending, whatever, you will be um, vindicated and, you know, no doubt back to to work very soon. And we are back discussing books. Books. That's right. We've always wanted to have a little section. Well, I've always wanted to have a little section about books. I know that Jamie hasn't had a huge amount of interest in it. Um, I was hoping that we could start some kind of feminist book club. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Richard and Judy, that maybe, you know, like the two of us could uh, suggest reading and then we could all discuss it in the next week. I mean, would actually mean reading it, which I know. Uh, I mean, just a bit of background about me is that, I mean, I'm a big reader. I read easily a book a year, would be my average. And I'm happy to be in a book club, but I am in a need a year. So if you want to start it, we could select the book and then check back in in a year. Right, okay. For a follow-up. Um, I, was thinking, I was thinking more sort of like a monthly thing. Not going to happen, mate. All right. So yeah. if we could... Well, okay, um, well then let's just, uh, I mean, let's just talk about, you know, what we're hoping to read. We'll talk about some kind of fantastic literature that we think has got a lot to to add to the cause. Yeah. And we can just point people in the right direction. What are, what book are you reading this year then, Jamie? Well, I haven't started my book. Ooh, so we could yeah. have a little recommendation for you. Yeah, we could actually. We could set Jamie off on his, um, on his yearly voyage. That would be nice. Um, not a long one. I don't read anything over 200 pages, if I can get away with it. Uh, or less. But... Um, Yes, I will read a book if if I can find the right edition with the right cover, really. Nice. Well, I am a bit of a bookworm. It's been a bit of a thing for me. I am I am an intellectual. I do like to read. I do like to educate myself. Uh, I guess, I, I mean, if you had to ask me my favourite books, you know, I don't know, maybe The Road, Heart of Darkness, Brave New World. Nice. Bruce Lost House 5, Fuck Totem. By Charles Bukowski, probably just, I don't know, just off the top of my head, just those sorts of things. And uh, they, do they have women characters in them? Yeah, some of them, like a lot of them, many, many of them do have female female characters. That's great. In them. That's just, I mean, that's just my favourite. It's not what I'm necessarily reading now. I am trying to move more into the kind of female literary arena, you know, with your... Uh, um, you, hang on one second. With your uh, uh, Elizabeth Gilberts oh. and your Sally Rooney's, that sort of that sort of are they lady thing. writers? Yeah, they're they're just sort of top selling lady writers. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, excellent, excellent books. Um, I reckon. And have you read them? Uh, no, not yet. They're in it. They're they're on their way. I've just uh, I've just popped them in my basket. And do you have anything to say about them? Def- yes. Um, I think they're going to be really fun. That's all I think. Yeah. I might even... Uh... Jamie, I feel like we've we've tried to start this 
thing and we need to we need to find a book to recommend to the people i think that's what we need to do okay i've got i've got um a list of things up here Ooh. okay the evolution of a girl that sounds like something i'm not gonna read that mate sorry yeah no worries but i'm just not going to because it doesn't sound very gripping just i'm sure judy uh, judy bloom i've read all of judy bloom never heard of her and loved it. Absolutely loved it. Really smashing stuff. What is it? Um, oh, I can't remember the titles. Um, what books? No, I have read books by women. I just remember them. I read quite a lot of them when I was younger. I guess like my formative years probably explains quite a lot, actually. I read um, all of Jilly Cooper. Read her stuff. About 10 years ago, so I read E.L. James. I didn't actually know that was a woman at the time. Mm. Well, that's actually a good way that they get you is, you know, I remember at school reading this book by George Eliot and being, you know, into it, I found out after it's a woman. Is it? Yeah. And I thought, well, good on you. Because what you did was she pretended her name was George to get you to read it. And it worked. I thought, hats off to you. That's a clever trick. I, I would recommend more women did it, actually. That's a brilliant idea. Really well done, George, whatever your name is. And it just goes to show that women can get male attention, but you have to use your brain to find a way to do it. That's right. I wonder if her dad told her that. Oh, because yeah. I mean, it was quite a long time ago, wasn't it? Or husband. Yeah. Either way, probably a brilliant book. I don't remember it, mate. And looking back now, it might have been a bit boring, but I remember at the time thinking that's a clever trick. So this week we want to talk a little bit about female body parts, the naming of female body parts. As we know, it's a big discussion at the moment. You know, women are saying they don't want to be harassed on the street. They don't want to hear people commenting about their bodies. And obviously it's a huge, 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 huge minefield. And uh, yeah. what we're trying to do, Jamie and I, is sort of clear the way a bit. We're going through with our feminist medical detectors and trying to pick out anything that can cause offence and to keep everybody safe. Exactly, Sam, mate. So what women are saying is they don't like, you know, having their bodies discussed in the street or the office or whatever. They don't like the words being used. But as men, obviously, we're both straight cis men, we love a female bod. And we want to be able to discuss the beauty and the curves and the absolute delights of a deliciously fragrant, hot, uh, sometimes clammy, glistening female body. And we want to do it in a non-offensive way. We need to be able to tell a woman how fit we think they are, you know, in the street, in the workplace, on a date, whatever it is, but we don't want to use the wrong terms. Absolutely spot on, mate. Uh, so I've been trying to come up with some some kind of neutral terms for sexual parts. I feel like that's a good place to start. We want women to be comfortable with what we're naming their various bits and pieces. So we've uh, this is basically just the start of a discussion. We hope that across the series we'll be able to maybe do some polls, maybe like in some, or some yes or no's. Yeah, just keep it as an open, mm. an open conversation. So yeah, let's put some happy association with. Um, female bits and bobs so i was thinking we could call breasts circles oh nice i thought that was a lovely thing actually circles because like men have as we know like there are the balls that's also a kind of circle but this circle is just a nicer word for tits a thing isn't it 
Uh, did you have any ideas, Jamie? We, anything to add to the uh, add to the mix at the moment? I uh, I actually just looked at some breasts. There's a huge amount online actually, and you know, obviously, I'm a content creator. I uh, keep up with footage, different films online. So I just looked at some and you know, brainstorm my own terms. So milkies, it's a good good one, good way to describe them. Squeezies. And mounds. Wow. Milkies, squeezies, and mounds. Yeah. Milkies. It sounds like milk. So that's what's happened. All right, then. Yes, okay. We're going to add Jamie's milkies, squeezies, and mounds to the mix. And then, actually, I don't know if this is too rude for the podcast, but I did enjoy myself. I took the words for a spin. I was watching this film, and, you know, so I was enjoying myself while using the words... Oh, squeezies. You know, what I'm trying to say is those words work. Okay, that works for you, Jamie, as in like, but um, I guess to test it properly, to put it in the, the arena proper, we'd have to have the woman will be able to hear them. Because actually, uh, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, that's just you shouting milkies at a screen. Yes, okay, yeah. So the words get me off, but are they appropriate for women? Look, I just want to say at this point as well, like, um, like we are going to talk, we are going to keep, you know, have real talk on this show. Yes, Jamie does, he does watch a lot of pornography. And I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, personally, um, there's a block on it in my house. But, um, you know, like, we all need a release now and then. You know, like, it's no different from the thing I do. Like, if I, if I need to cry, I'll just YouTube that clip of the fox in the hands where the lady drives away. But... And Jamie needs a release, then he 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 hasn't got any internet locks in his Airbnb, so he's doing all right. Yeah, I called ahead to check. But I'm actually staying for dinner tonight. Cat invited me round, so if you want, I can ask Cat and the girls about Milky Squeezy some mounds and just check that they're all right with those terms and then report back next step. Yeah, yeah, I know I can't see anything wrong with uh, Uncle Jamie asking them what they'd like to call their boobs over dinner. Cool. All right, then. Um, so I think... Oh, I've got an idea for one. Yeah. Orbs. Orbs. Yeah, no, that's good. As much as I like Milkies, like, that feels very mummy. Mm. Like, that's, okay. that's, you know, like... Um, whereas orbs... Orbs, for me, like, sometimes when I'm painting A Sister of Battle, I'll look at that and I'll be like, it is almost like a perfect orb, but it's that's because she's a mystical lady, but she's going to battle. She doesn't want things flying around. But to me, that feels like a very together term, like orbs, something that's on your chest and like nice and tidy. Do you know what I mean? I think it's lovely, mate. And if it works for Warhammer and your daughters, that's good. I could try it later if you want, see if it works for my end. And uh, we'll ask the girls at dinner. All right, then. Look forward to it. It's mac and cheese tonight. Mmm, tasty. Should we should we do the expert interview? Yeah. So next section, very, very exciting. I think we're ready for our real life female guest. Oh, it's so exciting. It's very exciting. Um, as you will know on feminism, we take women's voices very, very seriously. So often on the show, uh, we'll invite in real life women to talk about woman things. So today we've got a local female woman, Juliet Catton joining us via Zoom to come on and chat about lady stuff. 
I am so excited about this. This is my absolute dream. Juliet is one of my favourite people. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Uh, what can I say about Juliet? She runs the most amazing womb yoga class at my local church hall, just outside of Central Trippenham. It is incredible. Um, I go there every week. It's my perfect bit of me time. Like hearing her voice is like being like bathed in a pool of just moonlight. Like honestly, I absolutely am crackers about her. So then without further ado, very exciting. Let's welcome Juliet. Juliet, amazing. Hi Juliet, how are you doing? Oh wait, uh, before she answers, um, I always try and do a little visual because this is an audio show, obviously, it's a podcast and you lose something. Um, I'm a TV man, so I'm loyal to my medium. Uh, so just to describe Juliet, I'd say she's... Hang on a second, sorry. She's, can you hear her? Because I can't... She's not coming through on my headphones. Yeah, but I'm just describing her, so it doesn't matter if she's talking or not. Okay, she's just worried. But worried. Should I just finish the description? Oh, yeah. Sorry. And then we'll, like, listen to what she's okay. saying. Yeah. Yeah. Just, so the listeners can visualise her. She's about 5'2". Um, she's got darker skin tone. Touch of the exotic, if she doesn't mind me saying. Uh, big, 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 big brown eyes. And orbs. If, you know, I'm allowed to say that now. We've relaxed that strictness. She's got orbs. Um, and yeah, very, she looks like she's put makeup on her mouth. And yeah, it's a, draw my, drew my attention there. Like a bee to her flower. And I think that's kind of all you need to know. Really smiley, smiley, gorgeous woman. She's smiley, but she's also, she's very wavy, actually. Can you hear her? I haven't been listening. Ju, can you just say, can you just give me a one, two, three? I, I didn't hear anything there. I can see her mouth moving. Are you muted, love? Have you got like... Oh, women in tech. I can't see it. Like, she's still waving. No. Well, okay. Um, so I tell you what, sign off. Just hang up. I know. I've got a better idea. Sorry, mate. But I'm pretty sure. Um, why doesn't she tell us what she wants to say and then we'll say it? Oh, that's not a bad idea. Do you know what? She did actually send me a little brief. I'm just gonna, gee, I'm just gonna shut you down there. Thank you. I'm um, sorry, that was just dark too. I could see her waving and it was then- um, She looked like she was drowning. It kind of, it was really taking my head away from the podcast. But, um, so I've got her notes up now. I've got the thing that she sent over. So maybe we'll just go through that while she sorts herself out. Yeah, um, pulls it together, yeah. Okay, so she has written women equal but different i'm not sure i really understand what that means like but that's not my like actual view of feminism i think it's a bit of an obvious point um i don't want to labor on it so i don't know maybe she'd have put it in a more intelligent way yeah or maybe it's something to do with i don't know like how Ben, do we are something? Or she's a yoga teacher. Yeah, to me, that point's not doing anything for me. Okay, no, fair enough. Um, okay, so let's just zip on to the next one, which is creating a safe space for women in the workplace. <sighs> yeah, I mean, this is, you know, a bit close to home for me, just because obviously it's a touchy issue. Should we not talk about that then? Because I feel like that would be really triggering for you. Do you mind? Yeah. yeah okay. No, that's fair you. enough. Um, so you. next point that she was going to talk about is menstruation. Okay. Can I step in? Do you mind if I step in and say what I reckon she'd have talked about? I think just from her waving and like looking really engaged with us, I felt like a lot of gratitude. And I think what she wanted to do, I mean, it's true we couldn't hear her, but... I think what she was going to say was, like, you know, well done, lads. 
I think what she'd want to talk about would be, you know, like male allies, like how we're helping her, how we're making her feel better, how she feels seen, and you know, you probably she just want to chat to us about how we get it to work so well. Yeah, and she might have some stuff that she wants to get off her chest as well. You know, like yeah, that's the thing about us, isn't it? Like it's a safe space for women to come, and you know, like. They can be themselves, they can be hysterical, they can be irrational, they can be anything that they want to be. And that's a safe space for us. We will hold them. I've got to say, you know, to the listeners out there, if you do have doubts about feminism, and I know you're all coming to this with different levels of experience, you know, a woman like Juliet can make you turn feminist very quickly. Very, very, very quickly. She's a looker. You know, and when she talks about equality and difference, I think what she might have been saying was everyone's equal, okay, but some women are different from other women. Some women are more beautiful. That's true. And that's not a point we talk about very much, but she is very beautiful. And, she and she's w- also very truthful. This is the thing about her, and like she wouldn't want us to sugarcoat it either. I'm pretty sure of that. No. Uh, she gets a lot of flack, I think for her beauty. Like, I do think there's a lot of envy that goes on. Yeah, I think what we're saying is what she was going to say is that men aren't the problem, other women are. She's going to say, I'm so beautiful and I'm getting criticism and envy from other women and they are the societal problem. You know, that is that's really sad. I think you've really hit that nail on the head. And to be honest, like, I don't want to, as much as I love Juliet, we should probably stop talking about her. Sorry, Ju. Sorry, Ju. I know that, like, this is the deal, though, isn't it? It's like, the more we talk about, the more we give air to this kind of thing, the kind of more, yeah. you know, the more valid it seems. So I think Jamie and I are going to step out of the fray, okay. take ourselves out of it, and we're going to say thank you so much for your input today, Juliet. It's been wonderful. Yeah. Um, you, we were going to ask you, you haven't put your favourite book that's disappointing, actually. I was going to ask her if she had a favourite book. All right! Well, that I think we've had a cracking run around the houses, feminism-wise, today. Jamie, do you agree? Really great. Cool. So, I think that's us for today, isn't it? I honestly thought it was a stonking episode. Absolutely fantastic. Absolute stonker. I can't believe it. Like, I, it feels like this thing is really coming together now. I've got my... My my amazing, super-duper producer, brother-in-law, Jamie Hoggart. Um, just absolutely thrilled to have all his wizard-like skills. Um, absolutely incredible. Mm. All right, then. On that note, I'd just like to say thank you very much for, to everyone for listening. Thank you very much, Jamie, for um, all of your wise input. Yep. All right. Feminism. Okay, bye. And thanks for listening to Feed the Q. We hope you liked what you just heard. Let us know if you did or didn't. And send us your own podcast recommendations to feedthequ, that's Q-U-E-U-E, at gmail.com. You can also call Tink's podcast recommendation hotline, which is 1-844-POD-AT-ME. And that's 1-844-763-2863. You'll hear a new podcast recommendation every day, and you can leave your own podcast recommendation at the beep. But don't worry, nobody will ever answer the call. We'll listen to your recommendations and consider them for future episodes of Feed the Q. And you can find me at tinkmedia.co or on Twitter at Lauren Passell. And you can find me and more about Podcast Brunch Club at podcastbrunchclub.com or at Podcast Brunch on all of the socials. 
and look for information about the show you just heard and ways to get in touch with us in the show notes. And that's a wrap. See you when we see you.